0: Our podcast Forking Wellness. I am Sophie Bertrand, registered associate nutritionist.
1: And I'm Barry Strickoff, registered dietitian and happy new years.
0: Happy new year. It is the 1st of January, first day of 2020.
1: Yes. And we thought we'd start off with um, a podcast to kick off your 2020. We're going to recap our 2019s, a bit about recapping Christmas Um and chat about all things New Year's resolutions and how to start your year on the best foot.
0: Yeah, and I think I just want to say, like me and Barry were talking about this before, we're just a day after December. Like everyone makes a huge deal about going into the next year and like 2019 is so like far away, but it's the same as like going from November to December
1: to December. it's literally like one of my biggest pet peeves like oh I'll do that next year like
0: oh next year I'll be better like next year I'll do this and it's like you can start today
1: (laughs) yeah 100% and we'll talk more about that because there's actually some like good research not research I'm not going to quote any studies but there's some like um when when you talk about um habits and behavior change um it doesn't happen overnight so don't expect to just be your best self in 2020 automatically yeah (laughs) okay cool so how was your Christmas
0: it was so nice it was just same as always just chilling with family mum put on an amazing spread like I think she I mean I I feel like I forget every year but it may have been the best Christmas food ever like she
1: cooked for 16 people that's insane
0: and then okay so she made these like chocolate cupcakes with um like Santa's hats on made them from scratch um did them all nicely put them on a cake stand put them in the garage to keep them cool and George is an absolute <laughs> mother, our dog and he ran in and destroyed them all on Christmas morning so she made up another batch while she was cooking everything
1: else um. she
0: like, not have them like they were part of the plan and she whipped up more
1: I would have Um, done the same thing, to be honest, but oh my god, that must have been so stressful and she is just like a superhero wearing normal clothes.
0: (laughs) She really is. Um, But yeah, it was really nice. How was yours?
1: Yeah, it was really good. Um, We're up in Wales. Uh, We actually came back a few days ago, actually two days ago, Um, so it was really nice, just like chill, had the fire on all day and family around and just like a really nice easy meal um it was really cozy I think I stayed in a dressing gown literally all day with slippers um and yeah it was really nice but the train home from Wales was absolute treachery
0: my mom was like did you see Barry's Instagram did you see her journey home it sounds
1: horrible literally so on the way there we always like we book seats Um, so we take the train from Houston to Bangor, which is North Wales. Um, and it's like three hours and 20 minutes or something like that straight through, which is great. And on the way there, we got seats and a table and it's so nice because we literally went for a month. So we had like, like a massive suitcase between Mark and I, we had the dog, we had like, like carrier bags, I guess. And it was great. And then on the way home, we did the same thing. We tried to book a seat, but it was overbooked. So we didn't get a seat. So Mark and I got split up when we got on the train. I had the dog, my backpack, and two carrier bags. And he had the massive suitcase in his backpack. We got split up. I stood for majority of the journey with the dog and all my bags.
0: Oh, so annoying.
1: And Mark was in a seat. <laughs> oh my God. But it wasn't even like – Awesome. He was like, we'll switch. We'll switch. But like, it we were packed like sardines. He couldn't even get through. And if he got up, someone would have taken a seat and I couldn't go through the rooms. And I was like standing near the bathroom. And then this like poor little boy got stuck in the bathroom. And there was screaming and Oscar was going wild. He's mm-hmm. fine. We got him out. Um, he was literally only in there for like five minutes. But for a young kid, that's so dramatizing
0: when you're a kid though I've been locked in the toilet before in like a public place have you it was in McDonald's
1: (laughs) (laughs) still traumatized (laughs) um but yeah it was like a treacherous journey but we got home and we had sushi and everything was fine
0: and everything was perfect again
1: (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah that was our Christmas and then yeah, that's really been it. Um, but I had a, I spent a bit of time like reflecting on twenty nineteen because I always think it's like kind of nice to look back on the previous year and mm-hmm. see because I don't really believe in New Year's resolutions, but I do believe in setting goals.
0: hundred percent.
1: So I always like to look back on my previous year and like acknowledge what I'm grateful for and like all the amazing things that happened and then the things that I want to improve on. Yeah. So shall we re- recap our years?
0: Yeah, let's do it. You go first.
1: Okay. Um, so main thing is I got my visa.
0: Woo! I was so excited about that. That's one of my peaks as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was like a really difficult situation because I had applied for my visa during the government shutdown last year in America. So like mm. all things government related were shut down for six weeks. So it just like delayed everything. Yeah. So anyways, I'm here. <laughs> um, I got a great job that I love. Um, we moved from Kent into London. I'm trying to think. what We started this podcast. It <laughs> was like a long time coming.
0: Exciting things to come off the back of this podcast as well.
1: Oh yeah, we signed a big contract that we cannot wait to tell you guys about. And I literally hate when people do this.
0: Same, but it's just too exciting.
1: Yeah. It's like, ooh, we're working on something, but we really are. And we're going to tell you as soon as we can. Um, Yeah, it's going to be great. And yeah, and then probably my pit of the year would be um, our family emergency back up in Wales, which is why we were there for... um, a month it does put things into perspective and make you really appreciate the things that you have and make sure that you appreciate the people in your life and everything like that so it was a terrible terrible experience but at the same time um we definitely got a lot closer as a family and can really appreciate each other in a different way so it's always nice that even in the really 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 terrible times there's always a way to turn it and see the positives that come out of it still
0: yeah definitely yeah what definitely. about you yeah. um so peak was I'll do it in kind of order in my head of things happening so in January we got the keys for our house and in February we moved in because we did a lot of renovations. and actually that January was really difficult because it's my birthday in January and I fucking hate that my birthday is in January because everyone's on like a downer no one has any money no one's drinking like yeah um and then so yeah we were renovating the house and me and ash are both working full-time um he was literally at the house working every single weekend um the only thing that got me through it was having a little bear and most of the time if we came to the house with Ash like we obviously didn't have heating it was bloody freezing and me and Bear would just be like snuggled up in the corner in a blanket watching everyone else work. (laughs) But anyway so we moved in in February and yeah the fact that we bought our own house and we have our own house with Bear is just amazing and I feel incredibly lucky. Um, and then I got engaged.
1: Amazing! I literally like remember the whole experience like very vividly. It doesn't
0: feel that long ago. But it was like six months ago now. Uh, five months, I think. That's wild. I know. Um, I'm so grateful for the fact that I'm running my own business successfully, and I am able to support myself doing my own thing. Um, that I'm really, really grateful mm-hmm. for. Um, what else? I think those were all like the big things that happened. Um, I don't really have any pits because even when like stuff goes, wrong, I mean, I like crashed my car and like smashed my phone up and.
1: Oh my! God, I remember the phone.
0: <laughs> the phone was probably the pit. I'm more upset about the phone than the car. However, I got I like just brought out my own contract. Um, and it wasn't too expensive because so I was due for like an upgrade in like four months or something. Um, and I got a brand new phone so it kind of worked out for the best But it was a very traumatic experience
1: <laughs> I remember that we were literally together you dropped me off at the train station and you left your phone on top of the car after you filled it up with petrol
0: that's an idiot and then we'd like shot loads of content that day and I was like please have saved to the iCloud before I smashed my phone <laughs> um <laughs> So yeah, I t- when stuff goes wrong, I try to just be grateful for all the other good stuff in my life. So unless it's like a huge tragedy, um, I don't consider things to be like really tragic, if that makes yeah. sense. So I feel like I haven't had that many pits this year.
1: Yes, that's very grateful. and very lucky. Very lucky. Um, so let's get into talking about New Year's resolutions because I forking hate. New Year's resolutions. Oh, wait. I should say, like, after reflecting back on the year, things that I want to improve upon. Maybe that's a better transition. Um, So things I want to focus on. So I'll do, like, goals, not resolutions. Um, Obviously, focus on family and Mark and Oscar. And we really want to have, like, a more spontaneous 2020.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: So like we used to travel so much and we haven't really traveled too much lately. Um, so more traveling, spontaneity, things like that. Um, cause we could both be homebodies at times and really trying to like do things and get out of the house and things.
0: And it's like, you want to save money, but it's like, at what point are you like, okay, let's just go spend a hundred quid and do something fun.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, so having that balance, I want to spend more time off my phone. Um, yeah
0: my goals as well I really need to lessen my screen time
1: yeah that's a really big one for me and just focus on work because I love my job and then also fo- focus on forking wellness because we have tons of things coming up which I'm so excited for I
0: want to I'm, I'm someone who I always have to be achieving something and I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing.
1: that's like a typical Capricorn
0: I know but like for my whole life like as soon as I've done something I'm like okay what's next like I did my undergraduate and I was like okay I need something else now did my postgraduate I was like I need to do more study like I just always and sometimes I don't appreciate the moment that I'm in because I'm like constantly looking towards the next thing um but saying that I'm so appreciative of what I've built so far in terms of my business but I just want to push it further and see what else I can achieve um, what I also want to do is, I'm you'll know that like, I'm not into meditating or anything like that, but I really want to do something, like expand on my morning routine to set me up for the day better, like I'm quite an anxious person, I can be quite like, I call myself an organised mess, mm. that's like the best way to describe myself, but I want to like chill out a bit more and try and like just really get my head in a really good place first thing in the morning to optimise my day. So I don't quite know how I'm gonna do it yet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what if what if you took Bear for a walk in the morning? Like first thing.
0: Yeah, or like started my day with like I stretch every day anyway, but I may try doing that first thing in the morning. Or like, yeah, like you said, taking Bear for a walk before breakfast. Um yeah. I'm gonna play I'm not gonna be like, okay, first of January, I'm gonna start. Like I'm gonna play around with some stuff <laughs> and see what works.
1: Yeah, that's actually a really good transition that like right into New Year's resolutions. So obviously we're calling this episode um, Fork Your New Year's Resolutions. I have a really big pet peeve about New Year's Resolutions because I feel like people make this really like lofty, grandiose, I don't know if I pronounced that word right, um, like big lofty changes and then they just expect things to happen on New Year's, like, they just think, okay, January 2020, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And it's like, you've done nothing to prepare yourself for that. Like, you're the same person that you were yesterday. You weren't doing it then. How do you expect to all of a sudden just make these overnight changes? And that's why people fail in their New Year's resolutions, because they don't put in the necessary steps to make those habits or make those changes. And then they don't stick. And then you feel guilty about it.
0: Exactly. And I don't know anyone that's like decided they're going to do something in the new year. And then by the time it gets to December, like they're still doing those same things. It's yeah. Like they put too much pressure on themselves and they're just like, oh, like, fuck it. I'm not going to do it anymore. And then totally. they feel good. And it's like, was it really worth setting that unrealistic goal to make yourself feel like shit?
1: Yeah. No, I completely agree. It's like everyone is like, New Year's resolution, I'm going to be healthy.
0: Yeah. And is that, that what does it mean? Like, what does that mean? You're going to be healthy.
1: It's literally everyone's New Year's resolution, and it's like, well, why do you have to? And I hate when people do this, and like, Mark's kind of guilty of it. He he really wants to um, improve his health in the new year, but he's I made sure that he started making small changes now because I think it's really common for people to kind of like not let go in the sense of like, but between Christmas and New Year's. There's a lot of things that are outside your normal routine and people might put things off and just be like, no, I'll just start in January.
0: But it kind of makes it more difficult because you've got such a huge, it's such like an all or nothing mindset, isn't it? And you almost slip into it in that time because you're like, okay, I'm just going to go crazy now you're basically telling yourself okay it's like a weird time so I'm gonna let myself just let go but then I have to be really strict when January 1st comes.
1: yeah it's so much harder that way because you're jumping from two extremes where if you did like small changes gradually then you set yourself up for success
0: yeah I feel like we won't go into intuitive eating too much because we'll do like a full episode on it that can be really helpful around christmas time because if you just eat how you want to eat and don't tell yourself that oh you have to finish this box of chocolates before the new year because you're not allowed them in the new year that's really unhelpful because if you say actually i'm allowed to eat these chocolates whenever you're not going to then like binge on them and feel shit afterwards and be like oh but it's okay because i'll never have them in january like if those chocolates bring you joy eat them in january as well
1: yeah and what's the difference between like you said before january and december exactly like it's literally i mean you explained it better but like it's a difference of like a few days where it's the same thing from like november to december
0: yeah exactly like it's the 31st and then it's the first just like the rest of the (laughs) months. totally also research to say that if you deprive yourself of the things you love you will ultimately end up kind of binging on that thing so say if you're like you love chocolate and you tell yourself you're not allowed it anymore like it's a bad food your body's gonna crave it instantly like it's gonna be like no I want chocolate I love chocolate and all you're gonna think about is that food you're gonna spend your days obsessing over this food that you're not allowed and then you're gonna binge
1: yeah totally and I I don't know why everyone in January and everyone's New Year's resolution is always so food and health focused
0: (laughs) it's like I understand things like. Oh, you know, my goal now is to maybe up my fruit and veg intake.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm hydrated every day because a lot of people don't drink enough water. Things like that. Because it's something that you can like add into your routine that's going to enhance your life. Whereas when you start cutting things out and saying, I'm not allowed to do this, I'm not allowed to do that, that is gonna lead to a miserable journey.
1: <laughs> you remember um like the whole thirty January craze? Uh, yeah. Like everyone was going whole 30 for January. And it's like if you want to make changes because maybe you have digestive issues that you're trying to work through or something like that, then you know, an elimination diet should only be done with in conjunction with nutrition consultations from a registered dietitian or registered nutritionist. Like you shouldn't be doing that like on your own and restrictive diets. Just remember that when you cut things out, you cut out a lot of nutrients.
0: Definitely, it's really not the answer to just go eliminating foods because physically you could be missing out on nutrients, but mentally you are going to suffer because when you start getting into that whole cycle of restricting, like I said, you'll probably end up binging. Then you'll feel guilty, you'll develop an unhealthy relationship with food, and you'll you'll get so far down the line that you're just like, where do I go from here?
1: Yeah. And then when your go-to is always doing these like fad diets or elimination diets, like you just don't know how to eat anymore because you've created that all or nothing mentality. So it's either you're doing that restriction or you're doing the opposite.
0: And you've confused yourself so much as to what healthy actually is.
1: Exactly. I think we're all confused about what healthy is because there's just so much mixed messages.
0: Something different to everyone anyway. But like healthy to me it definitely includes chocolate. Same. Includes a lot of carbs. Like yeah. Includes a lot of things, but it's not like that all or nothing kind of healthy. Isn't just green vegetables and eating really clean and only eating food with nutritional value, because that's not good for your mental health.
1: Yeah, I completely, completely agree. And then the other thing is, is like, I'm actually like, because I've been in Wales for the past month, I'm actually really looking forward to getting back into my gym routine because if you remember like I wasn't going to the gym halfway through our podcast and I joined the gym and I was really enjoying it and part of my routine I felt good um for my mental health more than anything so I'm really actually like craving to get back into it but I'm like nervous to see how crowded the gym is going to be like in January because I feel like that's like the gyms always run a special in January because they they like they pry on that like new year's resolution
0: i I feel like just so many people as well are like okay it's january i'm gonna get back into the gym
1: yeah like
0: march time it's back to normal
1: yeah like why didn't you do it any other time of the year
0: or it's like go when you feel like going or find something that you enjoy and do it because you know your body feels great doing it don't just like hound yourself to go to the gym because it's january
1: exactly so i'm nervous to go back we'll see how it goes it's definitely going to be packed which i loathe i always try to go in like the off hours because i just i just hate it's just such an off-putting thing for a workout
0: joy of like running my own business is i get to choose the hours i can go to the gym most of the time um and i will you will not find me there like after work or in the morning it'll be like mid-afternoon or something
1: exactly um but what else about new year's resolutions and these kind of like really just like rigid statements that people make like do you see it in clinic like when people are trying to make these like really big changes just so quickly like how does that prevent I,
0: i definitely have people come in like with that kind of mindset um and then most of the time once we've talked through it their mindset changes but um yeah there's definitely a lot of people who and do you know what I hate is when like your friends are like what are your new year's resolutions and it's like so serious like it's time to get on it what are your resolutions I'm like I don't have any because when I used to make them like honestly maybe like 10 years ago it would literally be like I I don't know why I even did this, but one of mine once was like, I'm going to give up chocolate. Why the hell would I do that? And I'm like the biggest chocolate lover ever. but I was like convinced it was bad for my health. But I always now say that chocolate's, well, I think chocolate's healthy because it makes me feel good on the inside. So surely that equates to health, right?
1: Yes, definitely.
0: So so yeah, I always encourage people not to, if you're going to do something that you want to kind of enhance your health, say flip it round and be like like I said before I'm gonna up my fruit and veg intake I'm gonna try and drink more water I'm gonna challenge myself to like switch up my food shop every other week or something so you're getting more diversity in your diet don't start trying to be like I'm gonna take this out of my life I'm gonna take that out of my life this is obviously serving you in some way if you're doing it and I know there are some exceptions but
1: yeah again, like I'm all for someone's like 2020 goal to be improving their health and wellness. Like I think that's something that we can all strive towards because there are so many like barriers in everyday life. So like when I'm thinking about like sedentary jobs, like a lot of people have office jobs, like you said, hydration. Um, Also what you said about being like an anxious person and trying to like switch up your morning routine and trying to find Ways if you're not into meditation, other things that you can do to help calm your mind. Like, I'm all about that. I think those are like great goals, but to put them on a pedestal and call them resolutions is where I have the issue with because, like you said before, it creates that all or nothing mindset. But if you do want to create goals for 2020 that are revolved around improving your health and wellness, I think that's great. But I think we all need to be realistic and that start again with those small steps. Lead to bigger changes, and you're not going to change overnight. You're the same person you were yesterday. So, in 2019, if you left off, you know, not being active and, you know, not consuming a lot of diverse foods or green foods or any color foods, then just because it's 2020 doesn't mean all of a sudden you're going to wake up as like this super fit, like likes vegetables kind of person.
0: Exactly. And it's the small things that you do consistently that contribute to overall health. So there's no way, like you said, you're going to get there overnight. Just work on doing something small every day that's going to enhance your life.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I don't like the word resolutions, but I really like the word goals.
0: So do you have any 2020 goals?
1: Yeah, I did mention them before. So it was like staying off my phone. And even in the month of December, I think I only posted like less than 15 times for like the whole month and it's really made a difference like I don't feel as like attached to my phone as much as I used to which is a nice feeling so I mentioned this in a different episode but I've taken up knitting (laughs) so I'm trying to keep my hands and my mind occupied in a way that I'm not glued to my phone
0: yeah I am I took three days off over Christmas um off of Instagram and it was so nice and I actually came back like actually feeling refreshed and wanting to post and not like I had to
1: yeah
0: So I want to take that through it's the new year even when I am posting like every day I want it to be because I want to share something not because I'm like trying to find what I can post because I feel like I should so yeah I want to change and I've worked on this quite a lot this year actually changing my mindset towards Instagram so I feel like it is quite it can be quite a toxic place and it's definitely So I want to try and chill out a little bit when it comes to it. Um, I just find it really difficult because I do run my business through it. Yeah, I just want to take the pressure off of myself and just hope that people continue to stay with me and support me, just because they love seeing what I share.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think that that's definitely the way to approach it, and that people will appreciate that. And as long as you know, we're both just saying it how it is, kind of thing, then. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be fine. Um, I'm trying to think about other things for 2020. It's weird to think that it's like the end of a decade.
0: Yeah, that is weird, isn't it? I definitely, I want to try and read more in 2020. Yes. And I want to mix up between, I think we said this before, actually, between educational books, like fiction and nonfiction, because I tend to just read like factual books when I'm reading, because I'm like, I have to educate myself further yeah
1: Sometimes
0: I should just chill out and read an actual book
1: yeah I have like a staff of books I need to get through I like go through phases where I buy myself like 12 books and let me just tell you books are expensive
0: they really are
1: like yeah. I've spent over 100 pounds in one book order and it's like like, having an
0: actual book I don't always like it when it's on like the laptop or an iTunes or something I like having the book in my hand and to just read a book like, me virtual.
1: too No me too but I think it's weird like when you refer back to like decades like the 80s and the 70s I feel like they're so distinct but I actually like don't feel like in our generation like since we've been alive and like the 90s are quite distinct but like what what was 2010 to 2020 like
0: I know what you mean my um so you know when you like see a film and it's like oh it's made in like 2006 and I'm like oh that's not that long ago that it's actually like 14 years ago. Um, the other day, I was like sat with my cousin, and she, I was like, Oh, have you seen this film? She's like 10 or something. And She was like, Oh, I don't really watch films that are made before like 2012. <laughs> God, like I literally feel so
1: old. <laughs> what film was it?
0: It was, like, um, it was like Freaky Friday or something with Lindsay Lohan in. Yeah. I, I
1: like that movie. <laughs>
0: so enjoy that film. She's like, it just looks really old.
1: It does, though. Like, the outfits and, like...
0: And, like, even, like, the quality of the filming.
1: Yeah, it is. But I feel like there are those, like, not period pieces because, like, that makes me think of, like, the 20s and the 30s. When I think of, like, the 90s, I think of, like, Clueless.
0: Oh, God, yeah.
1: And when I think of, like, the 2000s, it's very, like, legally blonde, mean girls. But, like, what happened between 2010 and 2020? Like, what is our, I feel like, our defining moments are, like, I don't know, like, everything, ever, just, like, phones and social media. I feel like, yeah, I really, like, I can't even think about, like, what the trends were. In like, I remember, like, 2000 to 2010. Like, trust me, I was, like, a Juicy Couture tracksuit wearing oh. Tiffany necklace. I still am, I still wear my juicy Couture pants to sleep. Um, but you know what I mean? Like that was like I just picture like my scrunched hair in middle school and like scrunched hair. Oh my god. I literally had like ramen crunchy hair.
0: Mine was like because my hair's so like it doesn't is one of that type of hair that doesn't hold, like I have to literally plaster it in hairspray to make it do anything. So it would yeah. be like crisp, like Yeah. You know, hard crispy hair
1: nice. but then like straight bangs
0: oh yeah the little fringe that came out the headband (laughs) it's so funny though that you were obviously in America and that was how did it make its way around the world
1: I don't know (laughs) literally it's so funny though like I also like when I look back at like some of the pictures like I think that's when I peaked like in my like life like I was at my coolest with crunchy hair and straight bangs.
0: So funny. I think I was at my coolest at like 21.
1: Oh, that's like a great time to peak. I definitely peaked when I was 14.
0: (laughs) You get to 21 you're like, Oh, back in the day when I was really hot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, literally 14 years old. (laughs) I was at my peak. Um, But what do you think, like, the next generation will bring? It's weird to think, like, the next 10 years is going to be, like, we're going to be married and, like, hopefully one day have families and things like that.
0: Yeah, like, the fact, like, my cousin, has just had his baby, and I'm just like, that is the next generation now. It's so scary.
1: Yeah, I feel like the next 10 years, it sounds so far away, but, like, it's just weird to think about, like, decades ending and, like, what the next decade's going to hold for us.
0: Yeah, I'm not good at doing stuff like that. I hate. Do you know what my worst question in the world is? Is when someone says, "Where do you see yourself in 5 years time?"
1: Oh my god, I hate it. Like,
0: what up? Like let me think about next week first. Yeah. I'm all for having like long-term goals and stuff. But it kind of scares me because it's then like all this pressure to like achieve that in 5 years time. And so much can change in a year anyway. Like so much stuff has changed. Like I did not think this time last year that I'd be like living in my own house with my own dog and then getting engaged yeah a lot of stuff to happen in a year for me yeah
1: (laughs) yeah I totally agree but it is weird like thinking like so about a decade ago I was applying to colleges and um I knew I wanted to study dietetics I knew I wanted to be a dietitian I always said I was this is so weird, but like I used to tell my mom that I was going to do my master's in psychology, literally like when like ten years ago, and say that I was going to be like um, a nutrition, a dietitian plus the therapist and really help people. And it's weird that like ten years later, that's not that I'm a therapist at all, but I did my master's in like eating disorders, which was a very psych-based yeah. course compared to my very science-based training. Um, And it's weird that that actually came to fruition, um, which is weird. And then when I graduated college in 2015 or uni, um, my sorority, like we did all these, like, um, I forgot what we called them, like superlatives. Like we have to like most likely to kind of whatever.
0: Such an American thing to do.
1: Yeah. And I think mine was like most likely to like move to Europe or something like that.
0: Yay. And that
1: was like two years before I moved and like here I am living in London.
0: I feel like no one could have predicted what I was gonna do at the age of seventeen. I was like rebel child mess at the age of seventeen. I love
1: stories from your childhood.
0: I'm definitely not saying the one here, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't it was like I think I was twenty two or twenty three when I finally decided that I was gonna get my shit together and
1: Yeah.
0: You know, actually yeah be a grown-up <laughs> yeah I, I regret nothing it's fine but
1: yeah. yeah everything's a learning experience everything happens for a reason
0: exactly I do believe that I think everything is like is all about timing
1: yeah I agree too I definitely agree is there anything that goals I know you mentioned a few but anything else you want to focus on for 2020
0: I think kind of what you said as well which is like having a bit more fun like I think I take life too seriously sometimes I hate to admit that but I do and I need to like chill out a bit more and just have fun and live in the moment a bit more
1: yeah I'm literally the same I think all the time and not afraid to admit it in the back of my mind I'm always like save that money pay up put it towards your student loans or because like I have tons of student loans um and or like put that in your savings account like you know you're gonna want to get a house and have a wedding and all those things like in the near future um and then at the, my other half of my brain is like why don't you do something now to enjoy it do you know what yeah. i mean
0: so we obviously are getting married this year or next year depending on when you're. Leaving. it'll be this year actually um in june and we don't know how we're paying for a lot of it at the moment like i put deposits down and it will fully depend on the money that i make this year um as to when I can pay it in full but we want to go to America for our honeymoon to the west coast and we're gonna we don't know how we're gonna afford the full trip but we're gonna book the flights so it's happening
1: that's amazing when are you guys thinking of going like straight after your wedding or like
0: no we're gonna go in July yeah but we're gonna book it um before the schools break up so the flights will be cheaper oh my god yeah
1: Definitely. That's a good idea. That's like the annoying thing about me and Mark booking holidays because he's a teacher. So we can only go during like peak times of like everything.
0: So annoying because it does make such a difference.
1: Such a difference. Anything else about New Year's resolutions or what we want?
0: I saw a person that thrives off of them and they genuinely help you and make you feel better. Then cool. You can make them. (laughs) But like speaking purely from experience I don't know anyone that really gets on with them that well because like you said they set such an unrealistic goal that it doesn't happen and then they just feel guilty and shit about it so I think goals are the way forward and making small changes
1: yeah I think like to say like in 2020 I'm going to do xyz it just like break it down, be like by April, I want to have this achieved. And then by like, um, August this, and then by the new year, this, so like there's ways to break it down. So it's not as like far fetched and like we said, like those smaller goals. So like maybe from now until April, you're going to work on trying new foods. And then from like April to August, you're going to incorporate exercise And then by August to next December, you're going to like, I don't know, add one more thing. So hydration. And then you're able to maintain all three throughout because you've given yourself enough time to make those changes.
0: Yeah. Don't put too much pressure on yourself.
1: Definitely. All right. Anything else?
0: I think that's it.
1: I think that's it as well. Um, We are coming back next week with our first guest episode.
0: You guys are 100% going to love this episode. I'm obsessed with it.
1: It's so informative. We've already recorded it. Um, It's so informative. I've literally taken notes on how to change my lifestyle. (laughs) So I'm really excited and I'm going to make sure that everyone I know listens to it because I just feel like they'll learn so much. And then, yeah, 2020, we have a lot more guest episodes
0: yep we've got so yeah so much exciting stuff to share with you guys so stick with us share this podcast we so appreciate it
1: yep and please rate review and subscribe and keep messaging us your questions we love getting them and then on our next catch-up episode we will um make sure we answer them again perfect all right we'll see you guys next week happy new year
0: happy new year
1: bye